Hello, this is the Buddhism Guide podcast, and I'm Kami Yeshi Rabge. You can find more of my podcasts, as well as blogs, videos, and guided meditation practices at buddhismguide.org. If you wish, you can support future episodes of this podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash Buddhism Guide. I hope you enjoy this podcast. This episode is called 37 Practices, Part 7. In this podcast, I'll talk about verses 16 to 19 from the 37 practices of uh, all Bodhisattvas. So this really continues from uh, the last podcast, where these verses are talking about how we mentally deal with different situations. So verse 16 says, Even if others whom I have cared for like children of my own should turn upon me and treat me as an enemy, to regard them only with special fondness and affection, as a mother would her ailing child, this is the practice of all bodhisattvas. So even if uh, somebody who you like, somebody, maybe it is your child, or maybe somebody you're a best friend, somebody you're really close to, and they turn around and they abuse you, they're horrible to you, mistreat you, instead of getting angry with them, we should just treat them like a mother treats a sick child. So we should treat them with love, treat them with compassion. It's all about how we see this situation. If somebody, attack, if somebody hurts us, somebody close to us, then of course it will hurt us. But how we respond to that hurt, this is what this is talking about. If we respond to that hurt by also being negative and trying to attack these people back and being angry, then nothing's going to get resolved. And you are going to get disturbed because in your mind, you're now angry and negative and sad. But if you just see that this is a human being, they suffer just like me, whatever they say, it's only their perception. There may be something going on in their life that made them attack me. So I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to, you know, get too sad about this and feel hurt and let it go over and over in my mind the whole time. I'm just going to let it go and just deal with these people like I always have, with love, kindness and compassion. Whatever that person has said has been said, but the difference is the way that you are now responding to it. You either respond in a negative way and make it worse, or you respond in a positive way and let it go and move on. You know, there may be times when something is going on in your life and you have said hurtful things to them. You know, it happens to all of us. We project, if we're going through bad times, we project that onto the people we care for, particularly the people we care for. You know, there's a saying, we always hurt the ones we love. And, you know, though we don't mean to, it's just that maybe we're going for a difficult time. So look at how you respond to these people, the people that mean a lot to you, that hurt you. 
don't make matters worse. Just uh, try to respond in a way that's going to be more positive for you. Because if you see it as negative and you get hurt, you're going to carry that around with you for days and days and days. And mentally, you're going to be totally disturbed. So don't do that. Just see that, that this person is suffering. I want to help them. Like they're my child, they're sick. I'm the mother. See, it as that sort of situation. And then there's no mental suffering, emotional suffering for you. Verse 17 says, Even if others equal or inferior to me in status should, out of arrogance, disparage me to honour them, as I would my teacher, by bowing down my head before them. This is the practice of all Buddhisattvas. So firstly, I don't like that line where it says, even if others equal or inferior to me in status. I think it's a terrible way to categorise people that, you know, they're inferior to me, I'm better than them, or they're higher than me, I'm not as good as them, or they're equal to me. I mean, that's just a horrible way to look at people in life. You know, we're all human beings, so we should be looking at people all the same, not they're lower. You know, if you start looking at people as lower than you, you're going to mistreat them. And if you start looking at people higher than you, then you're putting yourself down. It's like this uh, guru-teacher relationship, where you put a guru up so high that what you're doing is actually putting yourself really low. And you're looking up to this guru. And then this guru is looking down at you. So we should never see people, whether they're gurus, they're teachers, whatever they are, we should never see them as higher and lower. It doesn't mean we shouldn't respect. And there's no respect in putting somebody higher. That's not about respect. That's just being submissive. That's just giving in and saying they're better than me. That's not very good for our self-compassion. So first of all, we shouldn't really be looking at people as high and low. So here it says that, and let's just take it that here he's talking about all people, any person. So if anybody, you know, should out of arrogance um, be horrible to me, unkind to me. Instead of, you know, getting angry again with them, we honour them like a teacher. Here it says we bow down to them. So bowing down to them doesn't again mean that we're lower than them. You know, when we bow down to somebody, it's a form of respect. In India, when you bend down and touch somebody's feet, it's not saying they're higher than me or I'm lower than you. It's showing respect. It's a lovely way of showing respect. And the same with bowing to people. So what we should do, instead of getting angry at people that out of their arrogance, out of their um, ego, their ego-driven pride, have said something unkind and horrible to us, instead of getting angry back, instead of carrying around all that negativity with us, we should bow down, we should see them as our teacher. So again, it's the same as the first one. It's how you're going to respond to these situations. If you just blindly react to those situations, then you're going to get angry. And then you're no better than them. But if you're being mindful, and if you catch yourself, then you can respond 
and you can respond in a more positive way. One, it diffuses the situation. And two, it stops you carrying it around with you, destroying your own peace of mind. You know, the, the main thing we want out of life is peace of mind. It's to be peaceful. Not necessarily peaceful outside, peaceful inside. The peace in our mind, to be calm, to be relaxed. And when your mind is peaceful, no matter what people throw at you, no matter what people say to you, no matter what people do to you, if your mind is peaceful, you can deal with it. But if you're angry and negative, then you're, you're not going to be able to deal with it. You're going to carry it around. You're going to make the situation even worse. So even if people, out of their own arrogance, out of their own sense of pride, maybe they think they're higher than you. Whatever the reason is, even if they arrogantly attack you, it doesn't, I mean, verbally attack you. It doesn't mean that you have to verbally attack them back. Because once you do, then your peace of mind is gone. So, you know, people always say, once you raise your voice, you've lost your argument. So maybe they shouted at you, you shout back, then the argument's lost. So take the higher ground, be the better person here. Don't disturb your mind just because somebody is suffering from pride and arrogance doesn't mean you have to get involved in that. Mentally, we have to guard our mind. And by guarding it, we have to make sure that, you know, we stay mindful. And I know how I'm going to respond to this. And I'm not going to blindly react to it. This is something to do with them. This is their arrogance. This is their sense of pride. It isn't my arrogance. It isn't my pride. So why should I take it? I won't take it. I'm going to leave it. No, I don't want your arrogance. I don't want your pride. Look at it in a positive way and not a negative way. And that way you'll keep your peace of mind. But once you start attacking people back, then your peace of mind has also gone. And now we have two people who've lost their peace of mind. So don't attack people back, even if they're, you know, out of their own arrogance are attacking you. Just be the bigger person there. And then verse 18 says, Even though I may be destitute and despised by all, beset with terrible illness and plagued by evil spirits, still to take upon myself all beings' illness and harmful actions, without ever losing heart. This is the practice of all Buddhasattvas. So, whether you're a destitute person, you know, whether you have no money and you've got a bad illness and uh, you're living a, a very poor life, you shouldn't be treating other people, even mentally, even thinking bad things about other people. We should want to take on other people's suffering, even though we have our own suffering. Earlier on, I spoke about, uh, in a previous podcast, I spoke about the Tonglen practice, taking on people's suffering, breathing in their suffering, and breathing out compassion. So even if you are the one that is suffering badly, if you are the one that has the, the really bad illness, and you're destitute, you should still be taking on the suffering of other people and giving out compassion. It shouldn't be that, you know, 
I'm down here and I've got nothing, so I'm not going to think good things of other people. We should always have goodwill to people. We should always have mentally have good thoughts for other people. Why it's important to have good thoughts is because first we think and then we act. So if our thoughts are negative, then it follows that our actions are also going to be negative. So even to think a bad thing, you know, oh, I hate that person, I hope they fail their exams, or I hope they also become sick, that thought comes into your head, that's a negative thought. That's a thought that's going to lead to negative actions. We shouldn't be having these negative thoughts about people, no matter who we are. Even if we're the poorest person in the world, we still shouldn't be having negative thoughts for other people. We should want to take on their suffering and give our compassion. And the next verse is the opposite to that. So even though I may be famous and revered by all, and as rich as the God of wealth himself, to see the futility of all the glory and riches of this world and to remain without conceit, this is the practice of all bodhisattvas. This one is even harder than the other one. When we've got everything, when we're rich and famous, when we have all the wealth, we have more wealth than we need. It says here we have more wealth than the, the God of wealth himself. It's strange that the God of wealth is a man here, but anyway, himself or herself, whoever the God of wealth is. So we have more money than we need, is what it's saying here. So we have fame, we have fortune, we have money. But we shouldn't get carried away by that. It's so easy to get carried away. People start treating you differently. Like I was saying earlier on, there shouldn't be a high and a low person. But if you're famous, like a, an actor or you're a singer, people start treating you differently. And this is where you have to be on your guard. Because if you are that rich, famous person, you have to be careful that you don't get conceited, that you don't start to think, yeah, I am a great person. Even though I only act in films and that's just another job like any other job, because people are praising me and people are saying how wonderful I am, we have to be really careful that we don't get drawn in by that. And of course, you know, we're not rich and famous, but there are some people who look up to us and we have to be careful that it doesn't matter if a person is looking up or looking down. It is only their perspective and we shouldn't let our ego get carried away. Because if people are looking up to us, our ego can get pride and think, yeah, look at me, I'm a great person. And if people are looking down on us, we can start to believe that we're a worthless person. We can start to have ill thoughts to those people who we think are above us. So we have to be careful that we're not going to get carried away by these worldly concerns of praise and blame. Praise and blame are exactly the same. They're just somebody else's projection of you. There's no truth in that. There's no truth in the praise. There's no truth in the blame. Just keep walking down the middle path between those two. If you start going uh, to blame, you'll start getting negative and attack people. If you start going towards the praise, 
then you're going to also get conceited. You're going to also get arrogance and pride. So we have to walk down the middle of not being praised, of not being blamed, just right down the middle of the two. The middle of the two extremes there. So we have to be careful. Whatever we're thinking in our minds, whatever we're, we're taking on those situations, uh, people shouting at us, people mistreating us, people looking down at us, people looking up at us, the way that we respond to these, the way that we mentally respond to these are going to play a big part in your character, a big part in your identity, a big part of who you are. Because if you get angry at the negative and you get pride at the positive, then both of them are taking you down the wrong path. And remember, the Bodhisattva is the path that leads into awakening. If you have pride, how can you become awakened? If you have ill will and bad thoughts of people, how can you become awakened? We can't. We can only become awakened when we walk down the middle path between all those extremes. The extreme of getting angry and punching somebody, or the extreme of just rolling over and letting people punch us. Both of those are extremes. Go down the middle. Good and bad are both extremes. Go down the middle. If we're ever in doubt of what we should be doing, the middle path is always the best path. If you go to the right, to that extreme, or if you go to the left, to that extreme, then it's going to be taking you down a path that will not lead to awakening. Only keeping your mind focused on the middle path, not getting conceited, not getting uh, angry, just walking down the middle path. If you can do that, then you're definitely going to be going towards awakening the mind. Remember, this awakening is just like we've been asleep all our life, and all of a sudden we start to wake up. We start to see things the way they are. How can we do that when we've got so much pride or we've got so much anger? We never will. So keep walking down the middle of those extremes, and you'll be walking down the path towards awakening which is this Bodhisattva path. This is the end of this podcast, but don't forget, you can find more of my podcasts at buddhismguide.org. Thank you so much for listening, and until the next time, bye.